day. Thank you for joining us on Creation Talk. My name is Joe Tay and I'm joined by Dr. Jonathan Safati here. So uh, today we're going to talk about dinosaur extinction, right? So Jono, as creationists, you know that most of us have a different understanding of how dinosaurs went extinct compared yeah. to evolutionists. So let's start with the big question here today. Are dinosaurs extinct? I guess the biggest difference we have with evolutionists is when they became extinct. And I think most, uh, us at CMI, we at CMI, we believe dinosaurs are extinct now. Uh, we don't think they're anywhere in the world in hidden locations. And if you want to say differently, prove it with a, a cell phone picture or even a DNA sample or catch one. I don't want excuses. But the difference really is when they became extinct, because evolutionists say they became extinct at um, about 66 million years ago, and we think maybe a few hundred years ago. And that's a good point. For you listeners out there, Jonah and I have actually just released this new book. It's called Titans of the Earth, Sea and Air. And this is, I think, one of our biggest book on dinosaurs. And we cover this whole topic of dinosaur extinction in much more detail than what you're going to hear today in one entire chapter in there. So, John, one of the things that you mentioned is that you know, we all have cameras and that um, yet we don't have good pictures of dinosaurs that are alive today, right? Right. I mean, like you say, if dinosaurs are alive and you want to prove that, then show us a good quality picture. And one, there's this quote that you, you this quotation that you wrote in the book, which I thought was really sort of humorous. You know, you say, you point out that we don't have good quality pictures of dinosaurs. And you say here in the book, it seems that no one should be worried by an attack by a living dinosaur. Just show it a camera and it runs away immediately. <laughs> yeah, I think that, that got me a bit of chuckle when I first saw you writing that in the giraffe. But that's a good point, isn't it? I mean, if we think dinosaurs are around, show good evidence for it. Right. Yeah. I think the interesting thing is that, you know, when we, we ask people, is the dodo bird extinct? Is the Tasmanian dinosaur extinct? And people have no issues saying that it's not there, it's extinct. But it comes to dinosaurs and we still have some creations out there saying that it could be out there. Yeah. And I think like you point out in the book that if you want to be, there's no good reason to actually think they still exist today. And the same goes for the marine reptiles. If they're reptiles, they have to breathe air, which means they should come up for air, which means we would see them just like we see whales because they have to come up for air. And I've been to Loch Ness with my wife. Um, there are boats up and down Loch Ness all the time. There are hotels on the banks of Loch Ness. We would have seen it if it had popped its head up, but it's not there. So let's get back to dinosaurs, right? And sure. they're on the land, so they can't hide under the water. So if they die out, if they went extinct, how did they go extinct? Well, I mean, it's interesting to just look at the history of how evolutionists have proposed dinosaurs gone extinct. I mean, uh, one cartoony thing, well, it's actually a real theory, but we have a cartoon about narcotic theory where narcotic plants evolved and the plant eaters got stoned and the meat eaters then had nothing to hunt and various things like constipation theory where low roughage plants evolved and the, again, the plant eaters got indigestion and that means no food for the meat eaters and mammals eating eggs, well, which is a bit rather unambitious because now we know and we've proved it in our book that mammals actually ate dinosaurs. They weren't as, as tiny little things that could only eat the eggs. They could eat the dinosaurs sometimes. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. So I think if, if you're hearing this for the first time, you must be wondering what do you mean by narcotics and all that. And, um, you know, so I think what you're pointing out here is that, you know, people have this idea in their minds that, you know, the way dinosaurs die out is because an asteroid hit the earth. And what you're pointing out to our, to our listeners is that circular um, scientists also believe in evolution, don't just have 
that one theory, they actually have over a hundred theories, different theories of how dinosaurs died out. And you mentioned narcotics, which is what? You want to elaborate what you mean by narcotics? That the plants eat the like, well, I mean, there are plants? Um, the first narcotic drugs came from plants, and if they, that's what happened, uh, they could be eaten and therefore cause them to be sun. That's one theory that was proposed. It's just not very well thought of now, but it was proposed seriously. Just like a lot of the yes. other things, they were serious theories to try to explain things. They all seem to have shortcomings, which is why they go to different theories. Yes, so like you point out, so narcotics, they got addicted, the plants die out, they die out. You mentioned chronic constipation. You mentioned global warming. We also have global cooling at the same time. You know, this is wiping out dinosaurs. This is wiping out the plants that dinosaurs ate. Um, like you said, um, evolutionists says that um, some dinosaurs ate mammal eggs and so on. So really, it's not just the asteroid under, um, hitting the Earth. They have all these theories. Why? Why? Mm. Why do you? Why do you think they have so many ideas? Well, we see. Theories? I guess according to secular science, dinosaurs rule the Earth for 180 million years. So you've got an explanation as to what happened to such obviously successful, powerful things, and didn't happen to other things that were not as powerful and not. Uh, ruling the earth for so many millions of years according to their dating system yeah so one reason why there's so many is because none of this explanation really explain how why they went extinct i think one thing we have to keep in mind i think is that dinosaurs is not one creature it's really a whole very diverse class of creatures altogether and while some explanations may explain how the big ones die out it doesn't explain why the tiny ones you know in some jungle somewhere will die out as well. I mean, our book has lots and lots of different kinds of dinosaurs. We've got several chapters on the different kinds of dinosaurs and nice pretty pictures. Well, not, not pictures from from cameras, but pictures from the best artist's impressions based on the material we have. Just to yes. be clear about that. <laughs> All right. So so the, the big one that we read in the news, an asteroid hitting the Earth. So what do you want to elaborate more on what this theory is about? Well, I think it's a... a, a Dr. Alvarez was the first to propose this, and it wasn't that popular because at the time they believed what uniformitarianism, the present is the key to the past rather than catastrophism, but uh, now it seems that catastrophism is, is now back in vogue, and this is a popular theory, but by no means accepted by all evolutionists. I mean, uh, Robert Back, a famous dinosaur expert, does not accept the meteorite as the explanation for dinosaur extinction. So what's the reason? What's so? Let, let's do the pro and the cons. So okay. what do you think are the reasons why they proposed an asteroid hitting the Earth, and then what's the cons? Oh, I, I guess the thing is they've got evidence for an impact crater, the Chicxulub crater in the Yucatan Peninsula in Mexico. It seems yes. to be evidence of a uh, of a very big impact, and that's being identified as the dinosaur killer because it throws up lots of. Um, uh, of debris, of course it would actually be catastrophic over the local area, but they thought that maybe the debris would also block off sunlight and cause Sun, some sort yes. of uh, winter, some sort of ice age. Like and a nuclear winter. Yes. Yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. The evidence for this is an iridium layer that they find in the in the rock layers. Right. Okay. So what is the KPG layer that they say this iridium layer um, show us that there was a meteorite strike? What's KPG and uh, well, why is that relevant to dinosaurs? Right. Well, K stands for Cretaceous, the German spelling, okay? 
and PG is paleogene. They used to call that the tertiary, but now they've split the tertiary into paleogene and neogene. So the paleogene is the older one, which is, um, touches the Cretaceous. So the boundary between Cretaceous and the and the paleogene is supposed to be the mark the dinosaur extinction boundary. But I mean, often it's a bit circular because if you find a rock, a dinosaur, it must be below the KPG boundary by definition, because we know dinosaurs um, wiped out at the KPG surface above something. Well, obviously the boundary must be above that dinosaur, so okay. there is some circularity going on there. So as long as they find dinosaur bones, they will consider that to be below the KPG regardless of other reasons. Right. And also iridium and is not just meteorite. Other volcanoes can produce meteor iridium as well. So just because you have iridium doesn't mean you've got a meteorite that caused it. Yeah, in fact, I think in our book we mentioned that there's actually more than 100 abnormalities with finding iridium in the rock layers. Um, so it really doesn't help this this theory at all. So, Jono, so during the flood, is there any reason why as creationists we cannot believe that an asteroid hit the Earth so that in the flood rocks we find the same iridium layer? Well, I think that's true. I think the windows of heaven opening may well include... Uh, uh, meteorites hitting the Earth. I mean, Michael Ord is very keen on the idea of a meteorite's uh, impacts during the flood. So yeah, yeah I think during the flood would be the way, but then we should look to the flood as a better explanation for than the meteorite. So Jono, what are some of the cons, some of the problems with the meteorite theory? Well, uh, again, you have secular people pointing out several things. One is that many dinosaurs were already gone uh, before the meteorite impact, according to their own dating system. I mean, all the stegosaurs were long gone well before it. Things like Brachiosaurus and Diplodocus were all were long gone, according to their dating methods. As so obviously, the meteorite impact couldn't have caused their extinction because they're already gone. And the other thing is, why did it not wipe out fragile things like frogs and moths and bees and even things like crocodiles? I mean, remember, dinosaurs ruled the Earth for 118 billion years, they tell us. Yes. Uh, and yet they were wiped out, but the, uh, the frogs and the, and the lizards and the, the moths were not wiped out. Yes, uh, birds were not delicate. wiped out. I mean, uh, also b birds with their lung system. I mean, if there's some poisonous stuff produced by this meteorite impact, I mean... Loss of carbon dioxide, volcanism. I would expect birds to be the canaries in the coal mine. That's what they're called, canaries in the coal mine, because they would be the ones who'd suffer from any poisonous gas before the miners did. Exactly. So, I mean, evolutionists believe dinosaurs evolved into birds. Yeah, birds are very susceptible to air pollution because they have such an efficient lung. Uh. So it really doesn't match their, their idea here. So this shows that, no, this asteroid theory alone on its own doesn't explain why dinosaurs died out. So as biblical creationists, we need some ideas that are consistent with what the Bible says. So the Bible tells us that God created dinosaurs and man together on the yes. sixth day. They right. lived together. Uh -huh. And then we see that in Job chapter 40, uh, Job was talking about Behemoth, which is uh -huh. clearly a dinosaur, the tail the size of the cedar tree. Uh -huh. And Job lived after the flood, which means that dinosaurs survived the flood, they were on the ark, and they uh -huh. only went extinct in more recent years. So what are some reasons that we, you know, can explain why they went extinct? Well, I mean, I think it's interesting looking at the dragon legends around the world do seem to be legends of people seeing dinosaurs. And the dragon legends often ended with humans killing the last dragon of the, of the region. 
Yes. So maybe that's a clue. Maybe human hunting had a role in killing the dinosaurs or the dragons as they were known back then. I mean, after all, humans almost wiped out the whales. Now, whales were bigger than dinosaurs. The biggest creature on, on Earth was actually a whale, not a dinosaur. Uh, they had home turf advantage in the sea, and yet with wooden harpoons and sailing ships, um, they were almost wiped out to extinction. I mean, so if they can do it to dinosaur, to, to whales with bigger brains, bigger size, home turf, then they could have done it to dinosaurs as well with um, things like traps, um, weaponry, poisons, fire. Yes, it makes a lot of sense. I am, especially for dangerous animals, so they will be the first ones that humans kill up because it endangers us. Yeah, so I'm from Singapore, so um, you know, in the nineteenth century, uh, Singapore we had so many tigers, tigers in the in the in the forest in in the jungles that almost every single day there would be at least one person who would be killed by a tiger. Well, wow. in fact, um, some records actually mentioned that there's one entire village that was completely abandoned because of all these tiger attacks. Wow. And so what happens is that they begin to offer rewards. You know, you, if you kill a tiger, they put you in a newspaper, they give you a huge sum of money, you become uh. like a local hero. And by 1930s, every single tiger was wiped out. And, um, you know, that we wonder whether the same thing happened to the dinosaurs. Like you say, they're hunted out because they're dangerous and things like that. But mm. And what you say about being a hero, I mean, Nimrod was known as a hunter before the Lord, and he was the grandson of Ham, right? Ham begat Cush begat Nimrod, okay? He was, before the Lord means in rebellion against Lord, the Lord, so he may have been the instigator of the Babel rebellion, possibly, okay? But he was may have become a, a great hero because he hunted big creatures like dinosaurs. Yes, that's right. What is one reason why hunting alone may not be able to explain the extinction of dinosaurs? Ooh, I mean... It's an interesting question, isn't it? Because you have, as you, as you said right at the beginning, we have so many different kinds of dinosaurs, and why would it be the dinosaurs and not other creatures? Yes. Um, but then the evolutionists have the same problem. Why would a meteorite or whatever wipe out dinosaurs and not other creatures which don't seem to be um, as fit as the dinosaurs? That's right. And I think, you know, hunting, may, you may be able to explain big, dangerous animals where people are living, but how do you explain small little dinosaurs that may be in some jungle uh-huh. where no one has gone there before as well? So another possible explanation is inbreeding depression mm-hmm. as a result of the flood, right? Yeah. So this is the idea that, um, you know, after the flood, you know, all land creatures that reduced to two of every kind, seven of the green uh-huh. ones or, or the birds. And so after the flood, um, they would be inbred. Yeah. And depending on whether they, see, if they grow exponentially after the flood, the inbreeding will not last for long. But if they struggle right. to to grow, they, they struggle in a small population for a long period of time, that's prolonged inbreeding. Yeah. And that will lead to a drop in fitness, right? So what, what yes. do you think? Is that is that a good explanation for why they would die out? Yeah, that's an important point because a bottleneck is not necessarily such a, a big problem genetically. It's only when the bottleneck is prolonged and the population remains low for many generations that inbreeding depression is going to be a problem because that what that means is that parents often... Ha- um, we have mutations in our genes, but you see, if you marry a close relative, you'll have the same mutations and therefore... When you pass on your half of your DNA and your spouse passes the other half, uh, the chance your offspring might inherit both copies of the mutation instead of one mutation and one proper backup copy of the good gene. 
And that could have happened with dinosaurs if the populations remained low for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this, this explanation itself is not foreign to conservationists because I think uh, the lack of diversity, genetic diversity from inbreeding is one of the big reasons why many creatures go extinct today as well. Indeed. Yep. And another one that we point out, we talk about the ice age and climate change. So why would that affect dinosaurs? Well, I think we're assuming that the dinosaurs, if they were cold-blooded creatures, which is, of course, a debatable thing. I mean, the, the creations and evolutions debate this issue, but if they were, they were cold-blooded, they could have been vulnerable to um, cold. Um, if they were gigantothermic, which means they're, they're warm blood, but only because they're huge size, means it's hard to heat up and cool down. There's just a thermal inertia of being big. Um, but sure. if in an ice age, they may not ever be able to warm up properly and could uh, and could freeze to death basically um, but then you've got things like um, Lealanosaurus which was a, supposed to be a polar dinosaur well now we, we have disputes about that but that's what the evolutionists say but why would that be affected by cold if it's actually living in the poles if it in was fact, because the, the so called ice age mostly affected the polar regions not the equa- equator in the same way yes people misunderstand and, um, that yeah for those of you listeners, listeners who are hearing this for the first time, you must, you must be wondering about the Ice Age. Do check out some of our other videos on, on that. But I think what we believe as creationists is that after the flood, that would trigger an Ice Age that would peak around 500 years and then slowly um, before you went away. And one thing about the Ice Age is that if the Ice Age could explain the extinction of dinosaurs, why did it not wipe out huge crocodiles and snakes, which are still alive today. That's the frustrating problem with the meteorite theory, isn't it? Yes, that's right, exactly. And the last one, another one that we have is this idea that large mammals outcompete juvenile dinosaurs. So, is that going to be an issue? Well, I think that's one issue. In fact, uh, um, I got that idea because I mean, I read a paper about megalodon extinction. They have the huge super shark megalodon. Yes. Why do they become extinct? And one evolutionary theory is that as their stock of, of prey, the sort of smaller whales that they used to eat, when that stock dwindled, the adult great white sharks outcompeted the juvenile megalodons okay. for food. So it could be that adult mammals could outcompete the juvenile dinosaurs. Before they ever got to their being so huge and big, maybe they didn't ever get, get a chance to grow that because the adults mammals outcompeted them while they were still tiny. So it's interesting because I think what we're showing is that a lot of these explanations that evolutionists are proposing for why dinosaurs died out, um, if we modify that a bit, will apply to the creationist model as well. Uh-huh. We have a flood and they only die out in more recent years. And I think at the end, I, I'm, I think you might agree with me that it may not be just one or two reasons, but it could be a combination of multiple explanations coming together mm. leading to the extinction of dinosaurs. Okay, to sum up, yeah, dinosaurs really are extinct today. Uh, we'd like to be proven wrong, but go ahead and prove us wrong. They died out hundreds of years ago, not 66 million years ago. Uh, there are many evolutionary ideas that all have problems. The most famous meteorite theory has its problems, like it wiped out the wrong things, and some dinosaurs already, were already gone by the time the meteorite hit. And then we have some uh, biblically compatible explanations like hunting, ice age, inbreeding, uh, and uh, large mammals outcompeting the juvenile dinosaurs. 
So thanks, Jono, for summarizing what we have covered so far. Listeners, if you're interested, again, let me remind you, this is our latest book, Titans. We are very excited about this book. We have lots of interesting pictures, as you can see, where we talk about dinosaurs surviving the flood and that people actually were familiar with these creatures and how, um, how we know that they were doing artifacts of dinosaurs throughout the centuries from all over the world. Lots of interesting things here. We cover um, soft tissue in this, in this book. A dinosaur soft tissue, that's original biomaterials like proteins, like collagen and things like that. We have two chapters talking about feathered dinosaurs. Do they exist? We are very excited about this book. So we highly encourage you, if this is a topic you're interested in, check out the book. And again, one whole chapter just on dinosaur extinction. Thanks for joining us today. Sure. And again, if you're listening for, to us for the very first time, please do not forget to follow us on our channel. Yeah. John, do you have anything to add? No, definitely like and subscribe and read the material. Go into depth and get our book. Thank you very much. I hope to see you again. Thank Bye-bye. you, Jonah. Bye.